Welcome to the Mobile Connectivity and Military Recruitment, a podcast with Verizon and Cradlepoint hosted on Government Technology Insider. I'm your host, Matt Langen. All branches of the United States military are currently facing a recruitment crisis. Despite understanding that recruitment needs to follow a different format, many military recruitment centers are located outside of military bases in areas with standard internet network connectivity and rely on legacy technology, making it difficult to connect with today's recruits. As recruiters work harder than ever to build the next generation of America's fighting forces, they need to be able to connect and engage with recruits on their terms. For younger generations, this means connecting immediately via mobile platforms and using gaming to engage with messaging where they are. And today we are speaking with Jared Kolvik, who's the Connected Solutions Architect at Verizon, and Mark Duvall, who's the Vice President of Federal Sales at Cradlepoint on ways enhanced mobile connectivity can help improve recruiting among the branches. And Jared and Mark, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, it's a pleasure. And before we really dive in, let's talk about your backgrounds and your roles. If you don't mind, tell us about your backgrounds and your roles. And we'll start with Mark on this. Sure. So Mark Duvall, I spent 10 years in the uh, U.S. Navy from 1991 to 2001. I was known as an information systems technician, meaning I did a lot of networking and telecommunications related activities. And, you know, that basically helped me as I got out of the military to transition more as a systems engineer. So I got to help with pre-sales, post-sales types of engagements. And then at around 2005, I actually transitioned from the systems engineer role to the account management role. So I've been doing government sales really my whole life. And I've worked for companies like Ericsson, Verizon, Nokia, and Cradlepoint. So I'm very well-versed on the wireless side. And really what the, a lot of the benefits can be for our military service members. That's great. Thanks, Mark. Jared, would love to hear about your background. Thanks, Matt. Hey, my name is Jared Kolvig. I'm a Connections Digital Architect for Verizon. So I have 20 years of DOD experience. I retired from the Army as a first sergeant and all in the Signal Corps. So I've been doing Signal stuff and wireless communications for 20 years in the military. That all helped me out when I came to Verizon. So I started the government sales side of the Verizon, ran that for a little bit, and then uh, moved to a solutions architect. Solutions architect, it's a problem solver. So people come with us with problems and solve it. So military experience is all problem solving and making those split-second decisions. That helps me out right there doing my role. That's great, Jared. Actually, that's a perfect segue into our next question here, which is really about challenges. So what challenges are military recruiters facing today? Jared, we'll stick with you on this one. Okay, thanks, Matt. Uh, military recruiters today, there's a lot of challenges out there getting the younger generation into the military and the wanting of it. A lot of generational changes that has happened that uh, from when Mark joined the Navy and then when I joined the Army a couple years later and then until now is tremendous. The generational kids right now, have their cell phones are everywhere. Their cell phones are their life. And that's what we're doing right now is bringing those recruiters out to the front and being able to interact with the cell phone users and bringing that wireless communications up with them, getting that sense of urgency for the younger generation kids to join the military and helping that recruiter out on the front line with those capabilities. Great. Thanks, Jared. Mark, would love to hear your take on the challenges that military recruiters face today. Well, I think the biggest challenge always really 
you know, goes first and foremost with, you know, where are we in terms of employment rates within in the United States? So right now, the last few years, we've had record low unemployment rates, which means jobs are readily available. There's really this increase in the need to have people with technical backgrounds. And so it's, I think, hard for the military to compete with that. I know when I got out of the military, the one reason that I got out was because I was essentially doubling my pay for the same type of work I was doing in the military when I would moved out of the military. So I think you've got a lot of economic factors that play a role. And I think the other thing is too, just overall patriotism, I think, as Jared alluded to, when we joined, there was, you know, there was always something going on with the Gulf Wars and other things. And so you have this sense of, I guess, maybe obligation. And I just don't know if the younger generation has that same motivating factor. Got it. Great. So what is the Department of Defense looking at to basically increase connectivity for recruitment? And we'll stick with Mark on this one. Well, Jared said it a little while ago, but you know, the first rule of recruiting is you have to go where the market is, right? You have to go where your potential recruits are. Just like we have to go and find our customers, they have to go find their talent pool. And so the only way to really do that is by the utilization of wireless technologies that allow recruiters to take the office environment out to the high schools or colleges or wherever they're conducting their recruitment campaigns. Because without that, it's really going to be hard you know, to, to bring these people in because, as Jared said earlier, right, they are a technology generation. They grew up and were born with smartphones or tablets in their hands at all times. So how do we take what they've known and understand and transition that over into a way that can help with the recruitment side of things for within the, you know, the military branches? Thanks, Mark. Jared, anything to add to that one? Yeah, just... Mark spot on with getting the recruiters out there, getting them out there, finding their talent pool. You cannot find recruits sitting behind a desk. You got to be out there in front of them. You got to be in the schools. You got to be at the malls. Bringing it back old school, doing face to face stuff with the new school technology of the wireless connectivity is enhancing the recruiter's ability just to get on the spot paperwork started, everything going. And with the Verizon and Cradle Point connection, Cradle Point brings a tremendous asset to the recruiters and they can set that up. So now the recruiter can set up that wireless connectivity with the cradle point and get that recruit up on the computer working, getting his all the information in right away. All right, great. So in what ways could wireless and 5G connectivity help increase the ability to bring recruitment outside of the recruitment centers, say in like schools and into the community in general? And we'll go with Mark on this one. So I think, you know, being able to deploy, you know, wireless and, you know, cellular 5G connectivity out in the schools, the community, the recruiters can now take advantage of some of the, I would guess, you know, cooler things that are available, such as a audio augmented reality, virtual reality simulation, right? We were starting to see things with the different types of goggles that can be used for those simulated environments. The use of gaming, you know, being able to stream, you know, video games and take what these quote unquote gamers are familiar with, i.e., you know, we're all, I think, know Call of Duty and similar, you know, role playing games or flight simulation games. Those are no longer just games because when you go into the military side of things now, we are using, 
you know, these types of simulations to train our military. So before somebody even steps foot in a cockpit of an aircraft, they've logged probably hundreds, if not thousands of hours in a flight simulator. Or before they go, you know, a soldier goes on the battlefield, they've probably rehearsed this using, you know, augmented and virtual reality type of solutions. So being able to take that and connect that, you know, experience, not just in the home environment, but being able to translate that into the military real world environment. I think that's the key is to be able to connect those two together because they are, you know, really, I think, an extension of one another. Thanks, Mark. Let's switch over to the security side of things. So how could this type of technology improve the security of recruitment, information, and data? And we'll go with Jared on this. So security is always a big thing. Cybersecurity is huge right now. Just a real quick on the Verizon network, cybersecurity is one of our priorities, maintaining the security of everything. With 20% of all internet traffic touching the Verizon network at some point within... So that's huge. That's huge. And then the security aspect within PI data and any medical data that the recruiter needs from the recruit is going to be secured that way also. So you got to protect them from Verizon within the network on Verizon. And then the local, or not the local, but the DOD internal security aspects of it when filling all of that data out. So you got all your soldiers or the recruits information that always needs to be secured and protected. That's great. I know we touched upon this a little bit earlier with Mark with regards to gaming, but I wanted to dive in a little bit more here for our last question. So tell us more about how gaming could reach younger audiences from a recruitment standpoint. And actually, Mark, we'll start with you on this one. Yeah. So I think going back to you know what I said previously is if you're engaged in these different types of role-playing, you know, simulation games, like I said, mentioned Call of Duty, Halo, Spec Ops, you name it. There's a lot of different games out there that I think really, even as you're playing it, you may not realize it, but there's a lot, I think, that can translate into from those video game culture into the military side of things, just because, you know, your reflex, your awareness, again, ability to respond or communicate with other people within your team, so there are a lot of similarities there in those games that can be taken, you know, to the military side of things. And I think if you can demonstrate that when you go to a recruiting fair and you can show you know, potential recruits, you know, here's this particular job. Let's say they want to be a pilot. Well, here's how we can use this flight simulator game over here to just basically demonstrate what it might be like to, you know, fly an F-35 or a rotary wing aircraft. So I think just being able to take, again, what we see in this gaming world and translate it into what you can do within the military side of things, I think that connection can be very strong. I know for me, when I joined, it wasn't about games, right? You know, the first Top Gun movie came out in 86. I joined in 91. And that was a huge, I think, recruiting boost for people, especially going into the Navy. We all wanted to be pilots. We all wanted to be the stick jockeys, if, as they say it. And, but I think even things like that, where they can bridge, you know, sometimes the Hollywood aspect of it in with the gaming side of things and all the other technologies, I think it can make a very compelling argument for why like, somebody really should look to the military as a career path. That's great. Thanks, Mark. Jared, anything to add to that one? Yes. 
Mark hit it right on the head with the ARVR stuff. So, and a topic pops to my mind. Last year, we did a ARVR replica of a village that we assaulted as a training mission. We took UAV assets out there, unmanned aerial vehicles, out there, flew over the objective, got a 3D print of the objective, took that back in, took that and put that into a VR headset. So now all of the soldiers that were getting ready to go onto the objective can run through it just like they are running through a game. It was a video game for reputation after reputation after reputation. And then when we went and did the objective, everyone knew, hey, it was 10 footsteps from building A to building B or 20 footsteps from doorway two to doorway five. And I think that that brings a lot out from the younger generation who's been playing those games and plays those games and understands what that stuff is and can relate to, okay, now I've played this on a video game. Now I'm going to go do it in real life. It brings a real life perspective out for them. And I think that will drive a lot of recruitment stuff as the technology grows within the Department of Defense space. I think that the muscle memory piece of it is key because prior to having this technology, your muscle memory had to be done out in the field. And that takes time to set up these different exercises and trainings. Whereas if something goes wrong, you know, an augmented or virtual environment to basically say, stop and redo, you can basically go through a lot more cycles much more quickly. So that way, when they do get into real world, the muscle memory doesn't have to be learned. It's already there. Now it's just basically executing what you've already learned within that augmented or virtual reality environment. I think that's the key to all of this is making them more efficient and effective within their training so they can really take that out into the real world. Excellent. Well, this concludes the Mobile Connectivity and Military Recruitment, a podcast with Verizon and Cradlepoint hosted on Government Technology Insider, where Jared Kolvik, who's the Connected Solutions Architect at Verizon, and Mark Duvall, who's the Vice President of Federal Sales at Cradlepoint, discuss ways enhanced mobile connectivity can help improve recruiting amongst the military branches. And Jared and Mark, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.